0: So we actually did this interview with Jesse back in September, and when we were still thinking Country at Heart was going to play, that's why so much of the interview is talking about Country at Heart. But we did also talk about Road to Christmas quite a bit, and since it re-airs tonight on the Hallmark Channel, I thought it was worth giving you guys this interview because jesse is so great and uh, i thought you'd be interested to hear what she had to say so here's the interview with jesse Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're so excited today. We have another one of our Hallstar interviews. This is our second time that Jesse Schramm has been on the podcast. And thank you so much, Jesse, for coming and talking with us yeah, thank you so much for having me i'm like I'm excited to be back. Yes, so we haven't talked to you since last November, I think it was before your Christmas movie, and so yeah, I, I, I you could say, "How has your year been? <laughs> you know what? The year has been pretty good. There's a lot that's happened. There's
1: a lot of' still waiting to happen. Um, no, it's been pretty good since last November, I'd
0: say. That's good. <laughs> Always eventful. I'm like, where do I even begin? There's so much to catch up on. (laughs) Did you have a fun summer?
1: Yeah, you know what? The summer was great. Half of the summer was spent filming, which is always super fun. But, you know, I feel like I started the first half of the summer completely feeling like, you know, back when you were a kid and actually felt like summer because your schedule was clear. So I totally went into like, you know, totally went into relaxation mode. And
0: then it was quite the opposite, but even more fun than relaxation so i was talking about that with a friend of mine yesterday that that uh kids they have it so good like seriously i know they get all their meals they don't even know made for them they get driven everywhere (laughs) they they make it the whole exactly. I mean, come they on. get to take naps when they come home from school, Right. like,
1: and then somebody wakes them up and
0: feeds them. Yeah. Like, People, people are literally mad at them when they don't take naps. How great would that be? I know. <laughs> it's a thing. I mean, I was taking naps in high school
1: too. So I don't know if that was too old, but but your body's growing, right? So yeah. you have all this, like, you have all this understanding that like, you know, oh, school must be hard, but nobody is like, oh, work must be hard. You, you deserve a nap. Let me wake you up with like a
0: snack. (laughs) Right. Nobody does. Well, nobody does that for me at least. Maybe sometimes, but you get a great nap as an adult. It's like, wow. It's like Christmas. I mean, it's the best day of your life. (laughs) It changes
1: everything. I actually talking about work, like, because, because we'll have really long days and you know, whenever lunch comes around, you have a whole another half of the day. So if you're working every day during that time, like you get a half an hour and I always nap like all the other actors are like, bye, Jesse, we'll see you later. And they know that I just like go pass out in my trailer. And then I come back and when I don't get it, the rest of the day isn't fun for anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's not, Honestly, it's not bad, but it's not good for me.
0: Yeah. But that's the way to do it though. They say you never want to take too long a nap. They, like right. 20 minutes to 30, like that length is like perfect. It, it, yes. Anything more is disorienting. Yeah. It'll make you groggy yeah. and kind of, you won't be able to sleep as well at night, but like a 20 minute power nap is perfect. That's the dream.
1: That's, that's my coffee. Cause I don't drink coffee. So I use naps as my coffee. Uh-oh. I mean, it doesn't,
0: <laughs> doesn't lift me up as much, but it like at least gives me some energy. <laughs> well, that's good. Did you get to take any trips or do anything fun or were you just working all summer?
1: Oh, you know what? I feel like I'm always taking random little adventure trips. But recently I'm super excited because on my bucket list or my to-do list since moving to California has always been learn to surf. Oh. And, you know, I've like gone maybe here yeah. or there. I'm, I'm scared of water. I'm not the best swimmer, but I'm super uh. stoked about the things that I'm scared of. Yeah. So um recently we've been sur- surfing like almost, you know, I say surfing, attempting to surf every weekend. Yeah. I'm in the water. I've got the board. I've got my wetsuit on and so I've been surfing which is which has been like the super fun thing of this summer.
0: You, you should tell Hallmark that way that you can be ready to go for a uh, for a summer uh, summer it's nights movie. movie right? Yeah summer nights. Yeah.
1: movie.
0: Yeah I mean it's perfect yeah. you can like get to meet some cute surf instructor and help you get over your fear okay. of water and boom perfect. movie.
1: <laughs> exactly he teaches me like yeah you you follow you follow your intuition with the wave like you know there's so many lessons you can learn from surf
0: i mean that's how you end up i'm gonna pitch this yes see this is how you end up with a uh, a paid trip to bali or or fiji or
1: something like that (laughs) i know well i always see this i always see them like they're going to bali and they're going to ireland and like the safaris. And by the way, I'm not complaining. I'm just yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah, I get to yeah. do one. And I'm like, where are we going? And they're like, Sudbury, Ontario. Yeah. Sudbury, like, every place you go can be great. But like, when it's compared <laughs> to some of the locations, you're like, okay okay guys right. <laughs> no but it's not complaining just saying you know I've never been to Bali so that would be kind of nice
0: <laughs> well there is nothing that I love more than the ocean I absolutely I don't know why I live in Utah sometimes because there's no ocean but oh, I love Utah, the ocean.
1: beautiful it is
0: beautiful but no ocean and I love the ocean yeah. and, and uh, one time when I was in uh, Hawaii this was years ago I uh, I got to take surfing lessons and it's a sport because like a lot of sports like you have to be relatively competent in it to have fun like, the learning curve <laughs> right. is not fun and and then yeah. and then it's fun but surfing you can just be like riding the wave on your belly super fun and <laughs> it's like, I've almost liked boogie boarding more because I yeah. don't need to stand up. So I don't need to work as hard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I will say, yeah, but you have to love the water because I will say some people yeah. will, will go against you on that because the first thing you learn about like trying to surf is it's not even, you, you, you don't even think about getting on the board. You need to think about getting out to where the waves are first. Yeah, that's true. And the process of that is the thing that weeds out the ones that really want to be in the water or not because you can spend like 20 minutes trying to get over well 20 is a little excessive but I spend yeah. 20
0: minutes it is trying to get out you really do yes
1: and you yeah. learned never put your board sideways so anybody listening to this never put your board sideways when you're trying to get out to the wave rule number one <laughs>
0: Yeah. I love being in the water. So that, that's not a challenge for me. There's nothing I love more than I I'm actually an open water swimmer and I've done, uh, oh, this year, wow. I finished my uh, 13th open water uh, mile, mile swim and uh, Oh my gosh.
1: Congratulations.
0: <laughs> uh, that's amazing. And I love it. It's just, I love just being out in nature and, and uh i i have a lot of problem with uh with uh i kind of walk flat-footed so my i get a lot of feet pain okay so something like hiking yeah. is not fun for me and so i right. have that's why i've always loved being in the water and i would just always pick open water over pool any day
1: <laughs> 100 oh, so
0: percent yeah so. i feel
1: like i would have a hard time like if you took me on a boat in the middle of like you know an ocean or something yeah. and then you're like oh you get to jump off have so much fun like that to me would not well who knows i haven't done it but like that to me doesn't feel so fun but like being able to touch the sand and have it close by is super yeah. fun
0: yeah it just <laughs> takes some i'm um, getting used to some practice but but i don't know, i just, yeah that's I a good point i love it and uh, I, I hadn't done it the year before. I hadn't done a race and I really regretted it. So this year I was like, I don't know. I've been so busy with the podcast. I've hardly had any time to train, but like, who cares? I'm just going to go do it. And I was, I was it's really so slow, worth it, but it was really fun.
1: But that's the thing too, is like, I guess are you in it to win it, or are you in it to no. win it through your like? That's so corny through your spirit, like. Yeah. That's so yeah. Corny. But it's true. <laughs> do you just want to do it and be involved, or like yeah. you really gunning for that medal?
0: Right. Yeah. It was. It, it's just. It's just a. It's fun to. To it's the weirdest thing about being in the water it's a total tangent but the weirdest thing about being in an open water swim is that you feel like you're on like this swim treadmill and you're just not making any progress it's weird because and, of the currents and things right yeah and and you can get so close up and you just feel like oh my gosh I'm never gonna get there and so there's something about that I always feel like when I do it I learn about myself and I learn about life because it's like you just yeah. got going and going and then you, when you kind of finally hit that buoy and you finished, It's like yes, woohoo! <laughs> yes, you learn. Yeah,
1: you learn because so many thoughts go through your mind, and so many different. You know, you have so many different choices yeah. on how to go about it, and you learn about yourself. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's amazing, though. That's really cool that you do that.
0: Thanks. So, well, let's talk about. Let's go all the way back to last Christmas. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, okay. No. That. Road to Christmas was my favorite Christmas movie. a countdown to Christmas oh, of the year really? If you listen to my top t- our top ten it was my my favorite, and I think it made all three of ours that were on that episode all three of ours list somewhere, but it was my favorite so
1: oh, that makes me it's so true. happy. I feel yeah. so proud
0: yes, and uh, we've gotten to interview Cardi Wong, who we adore. <laughs> The best. And we, yes, yeah, and yeah, she's amazing. And we got to interview Rebecca Staub, who's the best. Oh yes, love her. Mm-hmm. It was one of my favorites. She's such, she was such a good storyteller. Oh, oh my gosh, she's so and, much
1: fun. Yeah, like, yeah, so much fun.
0: She, she was great. And we interviewed the writer Zach Hug, and uh, about. Oh yes. Well. <laughs> we we've been all you over. A Road good to bunch there. It's very exciting. And oh I love
1: that. Yeah.
0: And so I I wanted to ask you about some parts of it. Uh so Do it. we really enjoyed it. We thought it was so sweet. And I really liked the relationship between the 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 three brothers and uh, yeah. I just liked that it was kind of a flawed family uh for mm-hmm hallmark because uh, sometimes I can feel like because my family were very very close but we're all really different and so sometimes I don't connect with this like perfect version of family that they show sometimes on these and so this was very refreshing to me of just this family that was flawed and that was working on it
1: <laughs> like I right, like lo- because it is that thing of like we all have our reasons and it doesn't even need to be a bad thing but like we all don't always want to go home for Christmas. You're yeah. not always in the mood or, yeah. you know, you always love when you do and good things come out of it. But it's like, yeah, that's I, I, there was that element of we don't normally spend it together and this is why and the protection yeah. that they had for each other and the different wounds that they had and the reasons why, Yeah, you know, and really all it took was like better communication and some egging on yeah and, like proving that it could be a great new experience, uh,
0: yeah, like I liked little details, like the fact that Chad Michael Murray's character would send food to the other brother, or right and, you know, that so was really cute, was yeah, really good and uh so i I really enjoyed that, and uh, the <laughs> there are a couple of things though that were funny, like so when you <sighs> when you arrive at your family's house, mhm. It seems like you wake up in the car and then go, in, I was like, yeah. why did you go in the house and sleep? See, here's the thing, because you only
1: see, <laughs> that's a really good point. We had questions about it as well. No, um, but that's something like the logic behind that is, you know, they've been traveling all night and she just, I mean, I don't, I'm not a good sleeper in any kind of transition area. I think I'm just always like, yeah. what's going on? What's going on? But Maggie, apparently, can sleep on planes and trains, and you know cars, right, so they they did it as you know like they were driving, he took the night shift or whatever shift that was of driving, yeah, and then when they arrived, that's where she woke up she was she was she was taking a nap, Maggie was <laughs> napping
0: because <laughs> it seemed like Maggie was taking an, she an adult nap in the car and then woke up and then I was like, oh, we're here, I was like, why didn't you go inside? I know but (laughs) and she's not
1: a light sleeper she sleeps through people opening car doors and closing them but um but you know it wasn't they weren't
0: waiting too long for her so that's good i'd like to take a second from our interview with jesse to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode of the podcast the very good folks at care of right now you can get 25 percent off your first order at At takecareof.com with code Hallmarkies, and I've really been pleased with what I've received from Care of. I've now made two different purchases, two different boxes. They come, everything's personalized. uh, Everything, the little packets have quotes on there, has your name. Uh, You get, you take a quiz, and so it helps to identify what vitamins and uh, other products that you need whether it's products to help you sleep or products to help you in your exercise or whatever it is that you need in your life and it's easy it's convenient and it just helps you live a healthier life so definitely go check out uh, care of at takecareof.com enter code hallmarkies 25 percent off your first order you'll love it well, so yeah, they weren't because, waiting too long for maggie to wake up yeah because it's interesting because i mean this is one of the rare hallmark movies where people are like fine working on christmas like usually that's whoa right that's a no-no yeah and right so it's kind of interesting because she's helping uh tara wathry's character to to have this reunion with her family and everything and yet seems like i don't know if things are a hundred percent peachy with maggie her family because she's been missing all of these christmases and they're all like you never call kind of a thing and so i, wonder, I know yeah, that's kind of an interesting dynamic that she's sort of helping but how close is she to her family
1: well we did talk about that you know like in yeah. or at least my mind talked about it with myself <laughs> in the process of this of you know i'm like who did i talk to about this but you know that was a conversation of why would she, why would go with someone else if she's really close to her family? And then kind of the reasoning with that is they are so supportive and they understand that this is for a time period. Mm -hmm. And like, she is, she is like really close with, with, you know, Terrell's character, her boss. And I think that that is because um, her character takes everybody on so much as a family. So it is almost like an aunt or a second family, even though she is the boss. So Mm -hmm. her family was disappointed that she hasn't come home. And it's kind of like, I don't think that you know, there's that choice. Like you said, it's, you know, people would see that as like the, the messed up priority, but it, it was kind of that element of, you know, we had talked to the family about it and they understood. And of course they want me home, but they're also going to support what makes me most happy. Yeah. Kind of.
0: It's pretty nuanced for a, a Hallmark movie. And I think that's why it is I, why I, I liked it so much is I felt like uh, it's, it was just easy to relate to and I liked each of the brothers you know there was like an effortless diversity to it which was nice and they were
1: really they had really great connections like the relationship between the brothers and how we played that like I loved that the movie it's like I'm such a freak for rom-coms I absolutely love them yeah and this you know still still is in the romance category but I felt it was really fun and it added something special to have those other characters and relationships playing throughout the whole thing. Like, you know, we had, we had Cardi in the car for half of our road trip. Like, (laughs) it it added like another element. So it felt Mm -hmm. rounded in a different way, other than just these are these two characters and how they are with each other. It felt a little bit more like they were in the world or the world
0: was brought to them and you kind of got to see their dynamic. Were those puppies, those kittens, the cutest thing you've ever seen? Oh, my gosh. They were
1: so cute. And they told us because they were so young like nobody gets to touch the kitten so of course like in the scene I'm like I get to touch the kitten <laughs> <laughs> I was like and I asked you know of course I asked but I was like oh in the scene can I pet the kitten they're like if it's in the scene so of course like in there I I, I made that happen because they were so cute they were climbing on top of each other like trying to get out of the little basket falling on each other it was like it was a YouTube video like in person. It yeah. was so cute.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. The animal handlers like looking at you like a hawk. <laughs>
1: sure. I know. And then we had all the dogs and they all had their own personalities. Like it was really, it was, and they all have their own dog handlers too. So if you have eight dogs, you have eight people with them as well. So it's just, wow. I always love when we have animals in scenes because sometimes it can make it tricky with the edit and, you know, are they, mm-hmm. are they going to act appropriately these animals when animals are there? Because it just, even though it can make people more anxious of if we're going to get the shot, I feel like it for the most part calms everybody.
0: Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Uh, So I want to talk to you about this white elephant exchange. Maybe it's something different up there in Canada or something, but I always think when someone (laughs) says you're invited to a white elephant party, I always think of it as kind of silly. Like you try to bring a gag gift for white elephants.
1: Yes, you know what well, I mean? uh, my family plays it too, and we have the rule of you either re gift something from your house or you know you use something under like yeah. five or ten dollars. So when we had shown up and we were playing White elephant and we're like, oh my gosh, there's an iPad. Yeah, but this I'm is like- not I'm not playing with my family. Yeah. Um, First was, of all, there's an iPad, luxurious. and nobody
0: swaps, no one for the iPad. I, I, he,
1: Yeah, it would have gotten complicated, and I feel like Hallmark didn't want to show, I feel like they avoided showing people, like, you know, taking each other's gifts away from them, (laughs) where in real life, it's so much fun, because, you know, usually it's not, it's not as valuable as an iPad or, like, a really nice purse, so it's not as upsetting if someone were to steal it from you, but I feel like they probably didn't want to do the thief element of taking. And we had young children. We had young children in that scene. Could you imagine? They'd be the if most my likely to be like, my niece. or like, give me the iPad, Grandma. <laughs> I know. Well, the worst part about like, because that was a really nice white elephant. I was like, I we're know. Fancy. But then it's like, I love that they actually had a white elephant because we just have it as like, all the gifts are. So most of them are gag gifts and then there's a few nice ones that yeah. you know circulate around it always happens that way and then I love when Chad char- his character actually opens it and I'm like oh man yeah you get memories but like I wonder what you were hoping for for Christmas because that was not it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah whenever I get invited you get to a real white elephant, white elephant. whenever I get invited to white elephant yeah. I can never think of anything good or very funny I usually end up getting those uh those Harry Potter jelly beans you know,
1: those. The- oh right. Yeah, That's a great idea. See, when I go, my friend, um, my friend Garrett and Danny always hold a white elephant. And like, we, we have like this ongoing gift that always comes back and it's become, it's become like the piece of our friend group. It has to come back every year. Right. But I always think I'm doing like a really clever gift. And then when everybody opens it up, like nobody comments, like my gift always goes under the radar. And I'm like, man, I thought I had a good idea this year, <laughs> Well, you can't but it's never the it. anyone steals it. Yeah. Nobody steals
0: my gift that I bring. Uh, you can't go wrong with the jelly beans. They're like lawn flavored. Yeah. It, and it's just, they're disgusting. I'm going to get those this year. <laughs> That's a good idea. Thank you for that. That's the best I've been able to come up with. <laughs>
1: That's a really good idea.
0: So, yeah, we were all, we were watching it. We were like, this is cute and all, but everybody's swapping for that iPad. What's going on? Right.
1: It was a montage thing. We just cut out the part
0: where I took the iPad. (laughs) No, I didn't. That's good. We had to return everything. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, yeah. And then that, that whole little, like, snow carnival contest thing. That must have been fun. Oh, yeah. Doing the snowman and then the all the different, you know, little I can't... can't,
1: That, I don't know if you could tell from the scenes, was my favorite
0: part. I kind of dropped
1: Mm -hmm. character and just got got really competitive oddly (laughs) enough. Yeah. Uh, And I remember like that it was a really fun scene to film and also really hard. I remember we were doing a night shoot and both Chad and I needed to get on a plane. Like I was coming to do the TCAs. He was going to do a con somewhere. So it's like we only had a day off and we were filming all night shoots so we were doing and it was up in whistler at like the olympic village and everything and it was super hot outside so they imported the snow in there so that we could make everything and there were mosquitoes everywhere so it's like it was one of those nights where elements going on outside of it where one was are we gonna make our flight hurry roll the snowball but (laughs) um
0: they got I a lot of snow for scenes. that scene because I mean, some of these scenes oh my gosh they just get like a tiny bit but that was a lot I mean that was a whole hill they
1: got a lot they did I mean our crew was awesome they did such an amazing job and like I think on my Instagram I have like all the behind the scene things I said like making Christmas and I'm, like, one of those things that's just, there's, like, 20 shots of me just showing, like, the ice melting at our feet, or, like, you know, all the different things where it's, like, here's Christmas, now looking back at me, it's 90 degrees, yeah, because, but that scene, I, I love when we get to do those, like, I got, I got very competitive, and, like, it was so much fun to do, and, you know, Chad and Cardi, they're, they're super fun, and really funny in the scenes, too, so we just had, like, a really good time, like, bringing it to life more than just doing the game I feel like. So I'm
0: glad you liked it. Yeah, no, it was really really a fun fun scene. And uh so yeah, it, we just really enjoyed the film and I really liked the way that you guys did the 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 whole sort of closing segment of the movie where you surprise her and then you're filming and then I thought the way you did the kiss was so romantic. <laughs> oh like, really yeah 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 and she's like just sitting she's like filming so she's watching it and you see her eyes kind of go Whoa. yeah <laughs> that's really good
1: i know we're like we're doing this in front of your mom it's fine and my
0: yeah. boss <laughs> it was great and you know have oh yourself- that makes me so happy yeah have yourself a merry little christmas is like my favorite uh like secular christmas song i mean I, I yeah. love uh, what child is this as far as a religious one, but then I love mm-hmm. Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. So that was really cool. And, and I think that's the first time we heard you sing in Hallmark. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That was something when we, when we were around the table, like we were doing a table read and our director, Alan, was just like, ah, I think we're going to sing a song here. And, you know, we, we came up with a few and ultimately picked Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. And then Cardi and I just like practiced it in the basement of the home that we were building in and then just went on set and did it. Yeah. We had such a good time practicing it. It's always like such a fun challenge, but yeah, that's, that's the first time I've seen in the homework world.
0: Yeah. It was really good. So way to go oh, on you. that one. We really enjoyed it. And- thank you. So, all right. Well, so you have a new movie coming out. We're not sure right now on the day, but um, <laughs> exactly. Country at heart. Yes. And uh, so, why don't you tell us a little bit about what this movie's about? Awesome. Well, we were
1: just talking about music, and so that was the first time I've sang in the Hallmark world. But in this um, movie, I play Shana Judson, who's a struggling singer songwriter who's really not making it in Nashville so she heads back to her hometown Silverado where her dad holds this music festival every year at their family ranch Mm -hmm. Um, and through the storyline we have this um, world-renowned singer or not singer but we'll say songwriter Grady who's played by Niall Mater, and who's absolutely amazing in it Um, and then we have also our like ultimate famous country star played by Lucas Bryant who's also just ridiculously awesome so you have like two two country guys who are very good looking and very charming and um through the storyline you kind of get to see Shayna discovering all these opportunities now that she's getting that you know she wasn't before so she's developing herself in the music world and these new opportunities coming and then also ultimately trying to figure out what means most to her and where her heart actually belongs and of course along the way there's love. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you were yeah. in Nashville and yes. so I would assume something like that would help you to kind of be prepared for this kind of role.
1: Definitely. You know, it made me feel more comfortable. I think when I did Nashville, you know, I was just as excited and I, everything was brand new in the process of how you go about something like it. And mm-hmm. every production's so different on how you prepare, but I think when this came along, I had a little bit more of an idea of, you know, how we were going to shoot the scenes, how to practice before recording. You know, we got flown up. Um, we got flown up a week before filming to to record all of the original music that we did for it. So Niall had never had never sang or played guitar before. So was he was practicing that. viciously. Yeah, Lucas, you know, we we didn't have him for a few days so he came up the day before to sing his song like everything was very um everything was very just like sprung on us but we we came out with a really like we are so proud of of kind of what we accomplished, and mm-hmm. like I said, Niall, never having done music before, like he's turned out to be this awesome country artist wow, and uh, we all we all got to you know we had so much fun with the music, we would just be practicing with each other on set, and we all played our instruments and sang our own songs, so it was super fun and yeah, wow. Nashville did kind of like prepare me yeah. on on understanding more how how the music element in a
0: show goes, and
1: mm-hmm. having been in Nashville for filming like. Yeah. I understood what Shana
0: Judson was going through. Right. Yeah. Well, that makes me really excited because I became, not that I was ever not a fan of Nile Mater, but I, I became a fan last year with Christmas Pen Pals, his movie on Lifetime. That movie was so oh. good. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Watching it this Christmas. It was so good. Okay. And Cardi Wong's in that as well oh my God. It, it was it was so I just loved it. it was so good and um but uh, but anyway, so he can be quite i'm like what can can the man do at all like evidently now he's singing like, yeah, he can the answer is yes. <laughs> yes the answer is yes, if you want him to do something, he will do it, and he will do it amazingly
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, so did you yeah. grow up a big country music fan? was that something that you Uh, yeah you know when I was younger I always I always tended to go towards folk and
1: you know I loved like mm -hmm. Jewel and Linda Ronstadt and so Mm -hmm. I've always loved maybe not so much like um I'm not even gonna say hardcore country because I absolutely love that now but you know like my dad would listen to George Strait I would listen Mm -hmm. to Shania Twain so it's like I was more kind of like the pop country and as I've grown older it's still country and and folk is is my favorite line of what i like to listen to
0: yeah well it yeah be, so it, it was super fun and country music's america's music i mean it was the, the, it's, i it's,
1: didn't understand country music until i went to go do a movie called smile as big as the moon and we were filming in alabama at space mm-hmm. camp and yeah. i had to drive from um gosh now i'm forgetting where space camp is but space camp to birmingham it's, and it wasn't until i was like going through all you know, like. Driving from city to city and all of the leaves were turning and the country music was on and I was like, Oh my gosh, I get country music
0: now. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. This um this weekend, I think it's this weekend or uh anyway, it'll be after this airs, but uh the I don't know if you know the famed documentary maker Ken Burns, he's doing a whole series on country music. It's gonna be great. So I'm I'm really oh, excited. Oh
1: wow, okay, I'll look for that.
0: Because all of his documentaries are all about America in some fashion or another. They all sort of spin off of the like, right. American experience and so I'm really excited to see what he comes up with. But uh but yeah, that's that's really cool and and uh, I mean sure it must be kind of challenging to not only be concerned about your I mean obviously you record the songs in a separate location but still to be kind of concerned about uh, not only acting, but also performing on on sort of two levels. Right. <laughs> right,
1: well, I mean, we did we did sing and play in a lot of the scenes without the recording. So some of what mm-hmm. we do is live in the movie, which is, mm-hmm. you know, another element of being terrified. But um, <laughs> yeah, I think we all felt, you know, we were all so nervous about getting the music right that we only focused on the music. And then we flew into Sudbury after Toronto and then we started filming and we're like, Oh my gosh, we're actually acting now. We have yeah. <laughs> we all sat there and we're like, I haven't paid any attention to this aspect of the story. We've all just been becoming musicians basically. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but you know, that that helped with our character because we are all musicians in this. So it, it all played into it. It was kind of like acting acting workshops or whatever but um yeah Yeah. we all completely forgot that then we needed to act in this (laughs) because we were just concerned about the music but um it it adds another element and I think that we all kind of we all kind of fell in love with that because it made it a little even more special than it usually is
0: Mm -hmm. did you play your own guitar in the film or is that
1: yes I do and on on the tracks we have we have you know some some other musicians helping us out but you'll see in the scenes we play we play our own guitars and stuff and yeah so on the tracks I think we've got some we've got some hired help in there but we (laughs) we do play our own yeah Uh and we do on the day you know we we learned the strums and exactly how they did it because yeah you can you can sing along with the trap but if you can't play it like you're gonna have to cut around that and we didn't want to do that we wanted to make it as authentic Uh as possible
0: that's great. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so this is the first Hallmark movie that you, I that I can think of, at least, that you have brown hair. Was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, was there a reason that you decided to go brown or was it just? <laughs> you
1: know, I've always, I've always wanted to go red, but I heard uh-huh. that the maintenance on that is a lot harder. And I've been, besides one project that I did when I was younger called Life, I had black hair in that. But other than that, I've, I've just been blonde my whole life and the same yeah. and recently I was just like you know I've I've always been scared to pull the trigger on changing cuz you know you always wonder like oh my gosh well then if I have brown hair well they want the blonde haired girl and then finally one day I'm like let's not be so scared about that and I chose a color that I could go back to blonde easily if I need to <laughs> but um but yeah this was more just feeling like I needed I I wanted an appearance change and just to kind of also like mentally switch that up and yeah. not be so scared of change so When this had come along you know I emailed them immediately and was like this is what I look like now are you okay with it and uh and yeah they were they were super happy about it but it was it was really weird you know like being on set and seeing pictures come back or getting to see a performance or two that was recorded I'm like who's that who's that on the stage (laughs) like I didn't register it as myself or like you know the coloring we're in a fall movie so everything is like browns and reds and oranges and i'm like i blend into the background
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah let take a second from our interview with jesse to talk about our new sponsor hello fresh and right now you can get nine meals free uh, when you sign up hellofresh.com slash hallmarkies9 so you definitely want to check out and then you enter code hallmarkies9 when you go to sign up and it's really cool you get a box with three different meals all the items you need to make three different meals you have the meal card that has the recipe it has pictures so you kind of know what it's supposed to be looking like all the way through I tried it a few weeks ago and everything that I tried was delicious and stuff that I wouldn't normally have made just on my own and so that made it really fun be sure you check out hellofresh.com slash hallmarkies9 enter code hallmarkies9 to get your free meals and really enjoy a great experience uh, and you save time on shopping. And on cooking, so check out hellofresh. dot com slash hallmarkies nine.
1: It was like a bit of a shock, but um, but yeah, I did it mainly just for just for myself to see, also what you know the change of appearance can change inside of a role
0: as well. That's cool that they. I was because I wasn't sure if if they if they asked you to do it or if you you know if you had if you had done it, and so that's cool that they yeah, were like a personal okay. choice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I know. Because there is always that thing of like, I mean, there was another role recently where, you know, I was up for it and they're like, oh, well, you have to change right back because that's what, you know, that's what we know you as. That's what we want you as. So uh-huh. everybody's got their own thing. But I think um, and it's, it is hard too because I'm like, oh, I hope I hope fans like it. You know, I hope they're yeah. not like, Ugh, we don't want to watch her. <laughs> she looks different now. Um, which is silly because I'm an actor. Yeah. I play all different things. But um, but yeah, so it's just a, a personal choice that they
0: grasped onto, and, and I hope that they enjoyed. Oh, I think so. And uh, at least it's everybody can be glad that it's not a wig because Hallmark, their wig success is not the oh, great. Oh, really? Not my favorite. Okay, I
1: haven't seen many wigs. <laughs> I've seen yeah. lots of hair pieces because I've had to use them as well. But um <laughs> I haven't seen many wigs, and I'm always scared of wigs. Everybody's like, oh, well, you can just get a wig. I'm like, I don't mess around with that. I yeah. do not mess around.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, recently, I mean, was in Aurora Tea Garden, they had her. And I'm like, why did you have her in a wig? She has perfectly... Really? Clean. It's not like it's a period piece where you need a particular kind of hair. She's just a normal human. Why? Why? Yeah. I, I I don't know. It looked... She Army. might have dyed her hair and we just don't know it, you know? <laughs> it looks so bad. But that's just my opinion. I mean other people liked it. But anyway. Right. So <laughs> this is gonna be sometimes fun. they add
1: more volume.
0: You know, the volume
1: is what you want, no way. Yeah.
0: So in this movie, so now Mater's like up and coming and and the Lucas Bryant character is um, an old older, more established musician. See. Well, no, you know what, they I'm trying to think
1: of like how much of the storyline I give you in it, but I think right. I think it's pretty well mapped out. Um, Niall Mater and Lucas Bryant um used to be friends and they wrote songs together and like mm-hmm. they were they, they started together basically. They wow. were on the rise together, and along the way, something happened that will be revealed, but something happened that kind of ruins their friendship and professional work life. So in the story Niall is being called to help Lucas on his, well, I guess I should speak in character terms. Grady is being called to help Duke Sterling, the the country star, um, revamp his album because they really want what they used to do. So
0: they're mm. sitting there and
1: they're being forced to work with each other through the record album and neither of them is into it. So when uh, Grady comes to town, he hears me sing at a little place called Jenny's Place and
0: He's impressed
1: by me, um, and we realize that we work really well together. He's really great with lyrics. I'm really good with the music. Nice. So we start writing a song for Dirk Sterling, and then you know that's where it all gets caught up. And there's this, there's this light competition between the two because they have their uh-huh. history. And then now, now as well, you know, there's. I'm going to call myself beautiful, but there's a beautiful girl in the mix. <laughs> and uh, i refer to handsome boys. I got to give myself yeah, a title. Yeah. Too. Um, but, you know, so they have um, a new singer songwriter in the mix and they're, they're both trying to figure out their status there. So uh, I'm it's, excited. Uh, competition. You yeah. know, you talk about nuances and I will say like out of the projects that I've gotten to do um, for the seasons. This one to me has has a lot of different layers. And when it comes to the storylines, um, it's not that there's so many people involved. It's that there just there is a lot of backstory. Like the director yeah. Bradley Walsh and I had talked about right before we started. He's like, yes, you have these two men that are you know here and exciting and helping you with your career, but ultimately Shana's, you know, she's she's not one to get off track. Her career is still what she's moving Mm -hmm. forward, and she's going to be the most respectful in that process. So we were Mm -hmm. really pushing forward more of like, wow, amazing opportunity. And then, you know, love tends to happen as opposed to she's just lost and has found her way through these men. It's more, she found her way through herself and these men have helped her. Yeah. So it's, and then, you know, and then it goes to their relationship. And then my relationship with Duke and mine with Grady, and they're so layered that it's, um, it, it was kind of
0: tricky to pull off and I really hope that we did. That's awesome. I'm really excited for it. It sounds great. So, all right. Oh, good. Well, we have our, we like to end our interviews with some silly questions. They yeah. we call them the team beat questions because Amber found okay. them in an old issue of team beat. I don't know if you ever got team <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, but, I used to take like I think Chad was Chad Michael
1: Murray, yeah. I think, was on oh, my yeah. wall at one point from Team Beat. <laughs> For, For sure. sure. <laughs> I told him that. I'm like, this is a, this isn't awkward, but you were on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Promise I won't make this awkward. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So first question, what is the best ice cream flavor?
1: Ooh, vanilla. <sighs>
0: Yeah. Oh, it's classic. Um,
1: I mean, I just, five flavors went through my mind and vanilla always stands out as my, you know, it's, it's not just a safe choice. It's the rich choice.
0: It's good. (laughs) There we go. Good. Okay. What is your favorite color? Blue. Great. Okay. What music are you into right now?
1: Oh, I've just gotten into the high women. Oh. Which is like, uh, it's, it's a, it's for country women. I mean, they, They pull together everybody, but it's, it's a group of women in country music coming together and, you know, kind of like the Dixie Chicks, but, um, Uh kind of empowering the females in the country music
0: world right now. It's
1: Maren Morris is part of it. It's really awesome. Oh, that sounds
0: good. That sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, Okay. What is your go-to date night food on your ideal date?
1: Oh gosh. Oh, on my ideal date or, like, yeah. what I actually do for date night? <laughs> um, is, this like date, is this, like, date night in or date night going out? Like, I need more specifics. Okay. Um, going out. Oh, you know what? I don't know why this just came to mind, but I would go for more, like, Thai food or something okay. like that or, like, a stir-fry bowl or something like that. Yeah. I imagine, like, the ambiance of, of, like, a Thai restaurant or yeah. something
0: that's a good choice.
1: Um, okay. So what yeah. is your go-to date? Not the date best night? if you want to like kiss them afterwards, but yeah. if you've been dating the person for a while, I'm going to say Thai food. Maybe you can t- take like a mint with you. <laughs> be right. Yeah. If it's a first date, like that's more like, let's just,
0: you know, I'm going to go for a salmon plate. <laughs> okay. So yeah. what is your go-to date night activity?
1: Oh, I love, um, I love activities. So like uh-huh. my favorite date night activity is going to like the arcade I really like like arcade games and stuff like that I'm super like I like doing things so the arcade or like bowling or something super fun
0: Mm -hmm. that sounds fun okay good yeah
1: don't just like bring me to a bar like I don't like to just sit there like we've got to play darts then yeah
0: right uh so you're party you're pretty competitive you said yeah i am <laughs> that's good okay uh so i wish i couldn't admit that so
1: easily but i
0: am yeah. uh same with my family we're all pretty competitive so yeah. uh dogs or cats cats okay good uh we need more cat movies in hallmark the dogs i think definitely. so yeah. uh so all right beaches or mountains Ooh, that's hard right now i'm oof. This is a hard
1: one. First thing that came to mind was beaches because I've been spending so much time, yeah. but I also love the stability of the mountain. So I would say like the coastline. Can I say that? Because yeah. then you have the beach on one side and the mountain on the other. The PCH is what we'll, I'll say. We'll allow it.
0: We'll allow it. Uh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> would you rather be in a fancy dress going somewhere fancy or in sweats? <laughs> Oh,
1: I feel like as I've gotten older, this answer has changed. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I'm always like jeans person. I love yoga pants and everything. But the older I get, the more I want to wear something special. So I would say now, like I wear more dresses now than I did when I was younger, which I find very weird. I never wore a dress when I was younger. Now I just want to be fancy. (laughs) But I still like being fancy and doing
0: casual things. Right. (laughs) you're you're the type Mm -hmm. that go through the in and out in the limo (laughs) 100 percent, because that to me is more fun
1: than like going and sitting at a fancy restaurant I'm like let's just get the food we actually want to eat
0: right (laughs) okay good okay so what is your favorite holiday to celebrate
1: oh that's a good question I was gonna say Christmas, but everything—all the imagery that came into mind—maybe because we just stopped filming a Harvest movie. Mm-hmm. But I would say like fall time things. Like I really love Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, uh, this is a hard one, and you can pick one of your own. But what is your favorite Hallmark movie?
1: Oh man! Ooh, I don't want to pick. Mm. I really like the ones I've done <laughs> I'll say that. I really appreciate the ones I've done. That is a, ho- I'm going to take away the ones that I've done and just okay. like, you know, they're not on the table. Cause those have like, you know, I'm biased yeah. to certain things <laughs> and personal experience gets in the way. I watched one, you know, you think more about like the enjoyment that you had doing it and each one's too special to like point one out. So there was one that I watched that I actually really liked. It was with, um, jill wagner i believe and it was one where she's like what if i never got married and she wakes up the next morning and she's not married and she kind of does her life and everything and i thought that that one like it's you know it's got some of the premises is is the same as other things but that being said i thought that they pulled it off what'd you say is that an old one yeah, I think it is older. Like, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely not one of, like, the last couple of years. But that's one that I saw recently, actually, because I was, like, doing some homework. And I was really, like, I love how they pulled it off. And I thought that she was really awesome in it.
0: Oh, I know which one it was. I just thought of it. Sorry. Oh, you just remembered. Yes. It's a dream of Christmas with Nikki DeLoach. That's- oh, well. She did amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, she she gets a bump on her head, and she wakes up in an alternate reality where she's single. And yes. Yeah, that's what it is. It's uh, like the
1: family man premise. And I thought that, like, she, so it's it's not Jill Wagner. Here's, I'm still going to give thumbs up to Jill, but what was the <laughs> actress's name? Because I really oh, enjoyed her. Yeah. Okay. I thought she was awesome.
0: Yes. Yeah. And Andrew Walker was in it. Uh, yes, yeah. it's yes. That's it. Ah, I knew, it was, I knew I'd knew think of it <laughs> eventually. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun to catch up. Yes, thank you, you so
1: much for having me.
0: Yeah, so uh, where can people find you on social media and all that fun stuff?
1: Um, On all, you know what? I believe I still have a Facebook. I have Facebook as Jessie Schram, uh S-C-H-R-A-M. And then I have my Twitter and my Instagram are both under J Schrammer, which is at J S C H R A M E R. But
0: otherwise, if you just type in Jesse Schram, Jesse with a Y, you can find me anywhere. Um, so we will have uh, we'll have that in the description section so people can follow you. And if you're listening, let us know what you think about uh, all the things we've talked about. If you're excited for uh, for the new movie, uh, or if you have things to say about Road to Christmas, let us know. We'd love to talk about it. And uh, thank you so much, Jesse. This was great. Yeah, thank you so much. It's always good talking to you. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll have to definitely have to, hopefully it won't be a, a year before we talk again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right.
0: Awesome. So, well, thank you so much. Bye. We'd like to thank Jessie for coming on the podcast. She was so much fun to talk with. And uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts. And uh, please make sure you're following the podcast at spot all of our social media and iTunes and YouTube please give us your ratings and reviews. If you're listening on iTunes and please give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. If you are listening on YouTube and you can follow me at Rachel's reviews, all of our social media and on iTunes and YouTube. So make sure to check that out if you have a chance and please consider becoming our patrons. We'd love doing these interviews. We have so much fun and we can do even more, the more patrons that we get. So we have our Facebook group, we have giveaways. Uh, We definitely try to make it worth your while. So thanks so much. And, we will uh, talk to you all later. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by Hallmarkies for Hallmarkies. For more information about how you can leave your mark on Hallmarkies, visit hallmarkiespodcast.com link in the description.